power of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said that I would do it and I did. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to Golden State of Mind, the podcast that focuses on mindset and improving your future. What's up guys? I'm your host Steve. Welcome back to another episode. As always, thank you. I hope you guys are all doing great and ready to spend some time with me today. We always get straight into it, topics to help us challenge the way we think, understand things a little bit better, grow as individuals, and really challenge ourselves to think outside the box and be uncomfortable. Uh, Usually I try to base my episodes off current events that are going on in my life, and I just use it as an example to share Uh, Because we all go through the same stuff. We all have the same problems. We stress out about the same things. Sometimes what may work for me could work for you. Sometimes hearing it from a different person lets you relate or know that you're not alone. And um, we're all just trying to figure it out. We're all on this ladder trying to get to the top. And some people aren't even climbing. Some people are climbing very slow. And some people, they have an urgency to climb and they want to get there. It really just depends on you. But if you're listening to this podcast this episode this show if you follow it most likely you're trying to climb most likely you're climbing faster than others even if you're just listening and trying and getting started that's all that matters because a lot of people don't even start at all today is going to be a little bit of advice and it's going to be a little bit about financial education a lot of my episodes revolve around finances and that's because money is very important and if you say it's not I don't know what world you're living in. I don't know because everywhere I've been, everybody I know, it somehow revolves around money. Uh, That's the reason why we go to school. That's the reason why we go to work. That's the reason why we spend one third of our life working. That's the reason why we sacrifice so much of our 20s going to college or learning a skill or a trade or going to some form of education. That's how people fall into debt because of their school loans. There's people who work a job. They miss their kids' birthdays. They miss holidays. They wake up early. They stay up all night because of work to make money. So a lot of people sacrifice a lot of things in their life for money. And it plays a large role in a lot of the decisions people make. If you're able to solve the money issue in your life, then you can start to work on other things that are, if not more important, because one problem has then been solved. And you can focus on solving the other things, which is your mental health, your physical health, um, your mindset, uh, hobbies, happiness, purpose. Go down the list, relationships, love, friendships. Um, You can go through all that and find other things that you enjoy working on as well. But today we're gonna talk about finances. A lot of people cannot afford to do a lot of things that they choose to do. Um, Today's episode is about can you really afford it? And we deal with this. I do tattoos for a living, so we deal with this all the time. Um, You see it every day. It It could be with every industry that you compare it to. We have people asking us for sleeves, for legs, for big tattoos that are gonna cost money. Tattoos are a luxury. They're not uh, essential. You don't need them. They're a luxury. You could live without them. But what do they do? They make people feel good about themselves. They make people feel confident. They make them feel cool. They get to show off their their art. They get to show off what they're doing. Uh, for someone in their 20s, in their 30s, it's 
almost like a requirement. It's like buying a pair of Jordans. It's like showing off you have the newest, latest car, the newest, latest phone. It falls into that category. So even though people can't afford it, they still choose to spend the little bit of money that they have on these things that they can't afford. And what does that do? It's poor choices in their finances, and that leaves them struggling. It leaves them in the hole. They're never able to um, save up. They never have any like emergency money. They live paycheck to paycheck. Uh, they can never do anything like purchase a home or buy something big because they're always struggling with that day-to-day money and they're never able to build that security money to go invest and do things and get to the next level. So they stay stuck. Uh, perfect example, like I said, people come in, uh, we get these every day. I, I deal with these in my messages every day, emails every day. People asking how much to do a sleeve. I do big tattoos. So usually they're sleeves, legs, backs. How much? You already know it's going to be in the thousands. It's going to be a uh, thousand per session, 12, 15 per session, maybe um, anywhere in that area. If you're doing a big tattoo, it's going to be in those price ranges. If you don't even have $200 to put down a deposit, that means you don't even have $200 in your pocket, your bank account, just sitting there laying around. You have no reason to be putting an inquiry to get something that's in the thousands of dollars. That's just like saying you want to go buy a Mercedes when you don't even have enough money to buy a Civic and you don't even have enough money to buy a bike. So it almost becomes pointless to answer these emails and to go through these things which is why it takes so much time for tattooers and they always say if you're serious inquiry don't just waste our time if you were working minimum wage there's no reason for you to be shopping at louis vuitton not to say that there's anything wrong with minimum wage it's just you need to be in the price range that you are and to do that you calculate and you trade in the value of what you're purchasing for what you are getting paid for. And just an example, we're going to go with where I'm from, California. Just an average everywhere it's different. But if you get paid roughly about $15 an hour, in 8 hours, you're going to make a little bit over $100. After taxes and whatnot, you could just round it out. You're going to make 100 just say $120 per day. So if it's going to take you 5 days to make five or $600, do you think your week is equivalent to a pair of shoes? Let's just say. Some people, they're going to say yes. Some people, they're going to say no. Those shoes are going to last you how long? They're going to last you a couple months to a couple years at max, depending on how you take care of your shoes, what you do with them, where you go, and whatnot. Now, if you switch that over to a tattoo, five six hundred dollars when you put that towards a tattoo how long is that tattoo going to last you a lifetime so the decision is are you going to get more for your dollar if you spend it on that the tattoo is going to last forever shoes will last a few years Um, food is going to last you a couple hours bottle service at a club a couple hours people have these views where they want to spend their money on things that make them feel good which are all those things i named but how long does that feeling last the high of satisfaction it's temporary with all these categories but yet tattoos it's permanent 
And yet people always want to bargain or budget or find the cheaper person. And I always tell people, you don't have to pick us. We are not the cheapest and we are not the most expensive. We fall right in the middle. And what we can give you is the best tattoos we are capable of with the best service and the best experience. You may not get that at other places. You may pay more, you may pay less, but that's what we can guarantee. If you want the cheapest, we're not for you. You should go find someone else to save not only our time, but your time. And it really falls under them if they want to do business with us or not. But we're not there begging. We're not there trying to close the deal and sale. We just let them know this is what we have to offer. This is the price. If it works for you, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. Um, sometimes there's a budget and we can do things to accommodate it and you know adjust the design to fit the budget. But usually we always tell them, you know, do what's in your price range. And if you can't afford it, consider saving or maybe consider waiting until you are in a situation where you can't afford it and you can do it. And a lot of places aren't like that because they just want to close the deal and make the sale. And really it's about them getting that paycheck. Whereas for us, we try to educate people so that they're making better choices so they don't screw themselves over. So like I said, this could be applied with every category there is. Um, you see a lot of younger people deal with this with cars when they want to, they get paid, they make 30000 a year and they want to go buy a $60,000 car. To me, that's crazy because it's so much of a burden on your shoulders to make these payments and stress. And especially if you can get laid off, then what? You have no idea where your money's coming in. If you only have one source of income, if your income is controlled by another individual where they decide your hours, they decide whether you work or you don't work. Um, there's favoritism, there's politics, whatever category you want to put it at. That could be very scary. And so I always tell people, make sure you put yourself in a situation and make good financial choices. The biggest tip I can give you guys today is I would not buy something unless I can buy it two or three times. Meaning, if this was a $100 pair of shoes, I would not buy these pair of shoes unless I had two or $300 to buy multiple. And that doesn't mean I barely just scrambled up $100. That means after all my bills are paid, all my expenses are paid, all my savings are paid, all the stuff I do for my kids, then the remaining left over, that extra money, the fun money, if that is not at $300, I am not going to spend it on the product, which is the shoes. A lot of people don't think that way. A lot of people barely make the $100 and they spend it. They spend it before their kids. They spend it before they spend it on their family. They spend it before they pay their bills. They spend it before a lot of things that are essential and needed. And by doing that, they put themselves in a financial hole. And then you have a hard time getting out, especially if you're not making that much money. You're still in a, a defense mode because you don't have an offense mode of making a lot of money. So you have to be more conservative about how you spend it. Once you start making a lot of money, more money, then you can be more on an off offense mode and you can spend because you know you're going to make it right back but when you're in defense mode and you only have a certain limit coming in you need to be a lot more careful 
if you're able to think like this, if you're able to have the self-discipline to do this, if you're able to hold yourself accountable and do this, you will get a lot farther in life because you have more of a tool that is needed for everyday use. And sometimes it's hard because you're holding back and you feel like you're not living the life you want to live. You're not living the life you deserve. Um, but it's called delayed gratification. And you have to be able to hold back in hopes that you can win in later on. And it goes back to as far as like being a little kid when you go to an arcade like a Chuck E. Cheese or any little like amusement park or arcade center. You win the tokens. And what do you do with all the tickets that you get? You can cash them in and get the little piece of bubblegum for 5 tickets, 10 tickets, 20 tickets. Everyone has those. Everyone can get 5, 10, 15 tickets. You, everybody can get the bubblegum. Everyone can get the little spinner or a ball that bounces. But then when you see all the big prizes against the wall, the big stuffed animals, the action figures, the toys, the video games, all the cool stuff, all the, the valuable stuff, how many people do you see have those? There's not that many because no one wants to wait. No one wants to say, okay, I'm not going to spend my 5, 10 tickets. I'm going to bring those home. And then I'm going to get another 5, 10 tickets and I'm going to bring those home and bring them home and bring them home. And the next thing you know, a year from now, I'm going to have enough tickets to get that big prize. And that's the exact same thing with life. A lot of people aren't able to do that. And so you see all these people with these small things like shoes and stuff that they're able to wear, maybe um, jewelry, like little things that at the most will cost a couple hundred dollars to a couple thousand dollars. And to them, it's like, I'm balling out. I'm showing off. Check out what I got. And if you look at the prize board, those are the little candies that are at the very front. And when you look in the back wall, there's houses, there's Lamborghinis, there's property, there's land, there's commercial buildings, there's houses, there's yachts, there's jets. People don't look at these things to where not only do you win the bigger prize, but the bigger prize also makes you money and it prints out more money for you. And a lot of people don't get that. They don't think that far ahead or they think it's impossible. And really, if you think it's impossible, it will be. But if you switch your mindset to think that it is possible and you figure out a plan on how to get there and you stick to the plan, it's only a matter of time until you get there. And it's just giving an example. If I wanted to get the shoes, boom, I work hard, I get the shoes. And I keep doing that every month. I'm never going to have nothing to show but a room full of shoes. But if I wait and I wait and I wait and I buy something like a property and rent it out, now I'm getting income coming in. And if I use that and I stem it to buying something else, another bigger one, now I have double income coming in. And, you know, five years down the lane, down the road, if you took the exact same recipe and boom, I buy a jet. Now I have a personal jet to fly myself wherever I want, but check it out. When I'm not flying, I can rent it out to people who want to borrow it. Now I'm making money and it's paying itself off. So I'm basically owning a jet for free. I'm flying for free whenever I need to use it, whenever I want to use it. And it becomes um, an asset, not a liability. It becomes a cash producing income that builds cash flow. It helps, it grows you, and you have a cool toy to have.
That could be the same thing with buying houses. That could be the same thing with cars. That could be the same thing for all kinds of stuff. If I wanted to buy a Lamborghini today, I could buy one, but it doesn't fit my lifestyle. But what would I do with it besides drive to work every day? If I wasn't driving it, I would rent it out for people who want to take pictures, for people who want to do videos, for people who want to rent it out and do whatever they want because it's going to make me money. If I bought a house and I didn't live there, what would you do with it? You would rent it out. You would make money from it because there's no point of it just sitting there collecting dust. A lot of people think small and they think safe and they are scared to think bigger. We cut ourselves short and a lot of times it's because of our financial education. It's about what we think is possible, what we think is impossible. And if we change the way we think, any of those things can be accomplished. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it. And only you have the answer to that. But it starts with making those choices with your financials on holding back, self-discipline, and delayed gratification. If you take on any messages from this episode today, I hope you take in the message that if you cannot buy something two, three, four times with your extra saving money at the very, very end, not your very top paycheck, but your very end end money, your savings, if you not buy it two or three times, do not buy it. Do not spend it and wait until you can do that. And once you do, then you replenish it and you refill it. You never wait for it to go and run out. That is the safest way to get to your financial freedom, to get out of your hole of debt and to secure yourself in a good position. Everything starts with the mind, you guys. Everything starts with making choices. You're one decision away from living a better life or living a worse life. So I hope you guys make some good choices. That's all for today. I'll catch you guys next time. Have a great week. Man, I said that I